Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. We're imagining a DCEU reboot. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy smith Reigns. And I'm Clifton. I want to start with Kevin Smith, guys. <laughs> Weird place to start, but I'm going to go with it. I saw something a day or two ago where Kevin Smith said on his podcast, Fat Man on Batman. He doesn't need our plug, but whatever. Right. <laughs> um, he was talking about is if he was asked to do a DC shared universe movie, where would he start? Like, what would be the first movie out of the gate? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to read to you a, a few excerpts from it. Um, you know, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Right. But he says, quote, the first thing I do is Superman, because that's your Jesus. You get that right. Everything else would be effing easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> your own personal Jesus. Yep. Skipping ahead. Right. Quote, Mm -hmm. this is the first superhero, the effing blueprint, the prototype. This is the character they should be making more movies of than Batman because he's a character that stands for effing hope (laughs) and stuff like that. So you get that right. 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 So he's saying he's saying essentially like I'm not saying I would do the best version of the movie, but I would try (laughs) to do the best version of the movie if I got it right. And he's like, uh, because, quote, if you nail that, everything else is effing easy. Mm. Right. Okay. Sure. So Superman is where he starts. Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm curious what you guys think. Thoughts? Let's go over this really quick. I disagree. <laughs> Me too. Disagree. Interesting. Yes. Yes, yes, I do as well. Really? That's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I would use less Superman. Okay. Less than they do now because they barely use them at all now. <laughs> well, they yeah, can't. But, yeah, they, yeah. But to me, it works stronger when introducing other characters by putting the light firmly on Superman. It's hard to show other people within that same shine. We know Superman. We've seen him already. He's indelible. Superman's not going anywhere. But yet, however, the struggle is to show us everybody else. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think it's. I think the other thing about Superman is the fact that you know there's so many people that like you have to, you know, win over on Superman which I think is ridiculous, but you do. You have to basically make a case for Superman. You can throw any Batman you want out there, but Superman, mm. you know, there's, there's, definitely, there's definitely a louder contingent of people like, ah, oh, Superman sucks. I don't think that, and I don't feel that way, but I hear that far more than I think Batman's a terrible character and we have too far much, there's far too much of him. Mm. And I think that, that Superman, especially now, if, you, if, you, if, if they were to return to, to the the median of what Superman's been for the last 80 years where he's like, you know, he's like everybody's friend and he's not like, you know, snapping people's necks. I'm sure there's a contingency of edge Lords that are going to be like, well, this is not, this is not the Snyder verse. I don't want this <laughs> and immediately reject it. Even right. though that's Superman or has yeah. been for the, you know, for Absolutely. so long. Mm-hmm. But I think the case for Superman is, has to be much, has to be made. Um, I think you have to win over too many people. Interesting. I mean, I think it's kind of like the inverse of what was of what was going on with Captain America. Like, I think Captain America was the hardest thing for Marvel to pull off, especially in other countries, and not have it come mm-hmm. off as like jingoistic, right? Or you know, flag waving, yeah. or you know, look how great America is because that's not really the character, right. you know. I mean, you get that in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but that's not that's not Steve Rogers, Captain America. And right. I don't mean Sam; right. I mean the U.S. agent. Yeah, right. You know, that's why that's, we don't like him. Right. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> right. we're, yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's, you know, he's not Steve, but, um, yeah. and I, I just think with Superman, it's, it's a matter of, 
especially now. Like if they had not, if Man of Steel had not been a thing, or if Man of Steel had had hit right and it been a huge success, and they doubled down on it and gave us more of that Henry Cavill Superman, great. And again, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not not a fan of Henry Cavill. I think if given the right script that let him be Superman, he'd be awesome at it. Yeah, I just think the Man of Steel thing of. Well, he's only had powers for two days, you know, argument of that's why he, you know, that's why that you get that climax is is ridiculous because, you know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately when I think about DC stuff and more so since we decided on the topic was just the idea of, you know, Superman, the base time, first time he's gone out with powers, he kills somebody. Yeah. And even if he seemed anguished after doing it, it's still a moment of like, you have to address that. That has to be <laughs> yeah. something that has to be dealt with. Because, you know, it wasn't like he was a baby and he did it. Or he was a child and he did it. He was a fully formed adult who lived in, you know, lived under a set of rules for all of his life in a country of rules for all of his life. And the first time he's giving immense power or knows full well what his background is, then he does this. Right. What drives me nuts, too, is just from a screenwriting perspective, it kind of like it breaks the rule of of. uh, Like Zod tells him, you're going to have to kill me to stop me. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've seen this type of moment, this kind of scenario, not not literally the same scenario in other movies, but that type of moment where the bad guy decrees the hero is going to have to do this to Mm. win. Mm -hmm. And the hero is supposed to find another way (laughs) to still win, (laughs) but prove the bad guy wrong. And what drives me nuts about it on top Uh of it, not being a Superman moment is that Zod is right. Well, I mean, the effing blueprint of super heroic should not first choice be like, I got to snap this guy's neck. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. and again, but there are people out there who will disagree. And that's the hill that they want to, you know, they want to die on that. No, that was, that yeah. was, what, what did you want him to do? Those people, those people don't like Superman. Well, that's what I say. Oh no, you're right. I, I agree. Say. But that's, that's their, 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 their fallback arguments. Well, what was he supposed to do? As anything else, because he's Superman, we found a better way. That's the whole point. He's not right. you and me. He's not a guy that, you know, he's not a rookie with a gun. He knows what to do because he's Superman. And all that life experience before that doesn't change just because he found out he's Kryptonian. Right. Sorry. Clifton, any thoughts about the Kevin Smith comment? I think I was thinking it too, because I'm like, yeah, it, it does seem like the easy. I mean, maybe not the easy thing, but the uh, the the natural thing to be like, yeah, Superman mm-hmm. was the foundation of of superheroes in America, why should he not be the foundation of whatever, you know, you're trying to do with them now? And I see that too. And then, so yeah, part of me, part of me agrees with it. But then I also see like, again, like we, we end up comparing this a lot to, we're talking shared universe. So we end up comparing this to the more successful shared universe of, of Marvel and, and like how they did not put Captain America front First, he kind of like he he brought up the end of their setup, which I thought was an interesting way to do it. Right. And 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 maybe I know maybe there's something in that for Superman too to like kind mm-hmm. of cement it all with a heart. Interesting. After you've brought, laid, started laying pieces down. Mm-hmm. All excellent observations, guys. Actually, and some surprising ones, I think. Also, <laughs> um, I, I I won't go much more into it because we'll hit it, you know, as we go in the show. Um. I tend to agree with with him actually on this. Mm. I think I think that I think that there is a there is a strong argument to be made that Superman is the linchpin. But um, but you guys um, you guys have made some awesome arguments and um, 
you know, and I could be convinced otherwise on this. So what this show is going to be, though, so as we're moving forward, we thought this would be fun to kind of take this thing that he talked about and kind of do our own version of it. Right. So so we're imagining somebody asked us, hey, guys, have let me know how it is. (laughs) What do you guys think should be the first slate of DC movies? If we're going to start a DC shared universe, we're going to reboot everything. We're going to tear it all away. We're starting over. What should be the first things we do? Mm-hmm. So we're going to throw out amongst ourselves. We're going to throw a bunch of ideas, a bunch of uh, characters, a bunch of movies, a bunch of projects we think should make up the first five movies to start off a shared universe. And we're going to get into it. Um, but really quick before that, I just want to say like, what's the honorable mention of what they've done so far? Like, what are we, what are we a little conflicted about possibly losing with the stuff that's come before already? So we lose everything. I think to to me, I mean, I'll go with where you guys want to go on this. To me, I think that that makes some sense to just say we're starting over completely because Mm. I think, I think this is the issue that, that, that they're in right now is that they as a movie studio, they as a company, really DC, I think, a lot of times is kind of doing this. We're like, they, they, they set up to do something right. Joker's an awesome example of this, right? Mm-hmm. You do, you make a Joker movie. That's that you're telling everybody this is standalone. This has nothing to do with Batman. This has nothing to do with any of the other movies that we're doing. Right. We're just, this is its own thing. We're making this own thing. Right. And then wait, it's nominated for best picture and wait. Oh, people like the Joaquin Phoenix rendition of the character. Like he's really good in it. Oh, and then, and then they start backtracking and it's like, well, geez, like, how do we get this to play with everything now? Right. And I think that's kind of the problem we're in. <laughs> right. How do we shoehorn this into our, our, our shared universe, quote unquote? Yeah. Hmm. But you're asking what they, what they should keep or how much you like, how much <laughs> are, are you asking what they should keep, but are you prefacing what, what's popular or what's coherent? I'm just saying, like, wh- what what do we like about what's come so far that that we're like, we're starting over. But you know what? Mm. I'm a little disappointed. We're losing this. I mean, <laughs> there's certain there's certain things that could stand outside of it, even if they do a reboot. Like, for example, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I'd yeah. keep that because mm, sure. um, it embodies um, Harley Quinn. Another example of something they got right. I would yeah. I would <laughs> keep that. Um Things like that, they didn't get wrong. And the way, especially mm-hmm. for James Gunn's Suicide Squad, it it stands outside of it just enough that they can create their own story without stepping on anything that comes to coincide with it. Right. Um, I wouldn't get rid of that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. Yeah, I agree with you. I'd keep that. I think we can keep Shazam or Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Shazam. Yeah, I think. Shazam. Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's not Captain um, Marvel. <laughs> we'll let it go. It's Shazam. I know. It's Shazam. Not, but it is. So yes, I think we can keep that. I think that I have a whole that, topic. Again, I have a whole topic for that on how I came around on that, but that's for saving for save for a show or a short. I should have put it in my hot top in our hot takes <laughs> episode. Okay. We can talk about that. Add another show, another show. Another save episode. it for episode two hundred where we do two hundred hot takes. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> We're not going to do that. But no, I think we can. I think you can keep that because I think that works well enough within, you know, you don't, there's nothing 
quite so, if I remember correctly, there's nothing quite so tied to the rest of it that you would have to be firm on the rest of the shared universe because it, it name drops enough stuff, but there's nothing that really needs to be quite that tied to it. So I think that, again, and the other thing I was thinking about when we were, when we were talking about putting this together was the idea that it's kind of like they had a crisis event and what survived the crisis and in what form. And I think Shazam would make it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be okay. Yeah. I think, I think that yeah. survives. We don't need and to I lose think, that. Yeah. Well, to me, I think Margot Robbie's their Hugh Jackman. Just because yeah. Yeah. I'd argue yeah. to say that she's been in what, three or four different shared universes of DC without realizing it. Because mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. they bring the character back, it's slightly different from the last incarnation of movie that almost has no, connection to the one she's getting into the next mm-hmm. yeah, like true. if you look at birds of prey the first suicide squad um the the newer suicide squad they, they're all the same character but none of which touch each other as far as characterization goes or depiction right. yep i agree with that yeah. it is one of those things because in my head i tend to kind of default to like like man this like this dc movie stuff is confusing but when I really started kind of like putting pencil to paper about it, like they've had more successes than, than I remember, than I think about. Right. Because I like Aquaman. Yeah. I don't love it, but you know, but I like it, you know, no. um, uh, you guys said Shazam. I, I, I really, really, really enjoy the Shazam yeah. movie. It was good. Um, you know, um, and it's just, uh, uh the man of steel, Dawn of justice, you know, that stuff I, is just such is just such like a black eye on it that it kind of stains everything for me, unfortunately. Sure. But right. Um, you know, um, Peacemaker. I love peace. I mean, like, yeah, I assume that you, you had that kind of rolled into to what you were saying, Tommy, about the James, like James Gunn Suicide Squad. Like I kind of like that's like one A and one B to me mm-hmm. <laughs> is that movie and Peacemaker the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I agree. not to speak but, for Tommy, but. Mm-hmm. But what the crazy part of that stuff is what he suggests or even makes nods to, he's almost subtly setting up projects that you can easily make just based upon what he says. And mm-hmm. what's weirder too is he even incorporates Snyder's Justice League into it. Yeah. In yeah. such a way that if you wanted to visit it <laughs> or keep it, right. you could. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, that's the thing. That, I was gonna say he name drops enough stuff, you know, that you basically can that you know there's a wider universe mm-hmm. that again doesn't have to necessarily be something we ever see, but it makes use of the DC universe better than some of the other movies or projects. Yeah, he somehow stitches together options for them. Like it's yep. here if you want it. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't, that's cool too. This is right. completely like we're going. We're completely doing our other thing too. An- another thing with it, you know. It's just funny. I I think, um, and we'll cut. We'll kind of get into our slates after this. But I like DC has. I come to realize, and I don't believe this is a strategy, per se. I think that they may be kind of like, tr- uh, like like tripped over this. But I realize that they tend to focus on the bad guys. When I was looking at it, like. You had Suicide Squad, you had Birds of Prey, you had Joker, Suicide Squad again, right? Peacemaker, mm-hmm. right? Black Adam coming, which The Rock keeps harping on, like, this is a new kind of superhero. And I'm like, yeah, 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 because he's a bad guy. 
I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, well, I'm well, like, it's a great character. I get it. But if I have to pick one camp for the character, I'm saying bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, but right? DC, but I'll say this. DC has the most recognizable villains. Like, damn near all their heroes have the strength of their villains being just as recognizable as the heroes, as opposed mm-hmm. to um, Marvel. Like, I'm sure that some people just found out that the Red Skull was a big deal, but even with the Red Skull, we don't get to see him as often yeah. as we like, you know? Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, I mean, there's Spider-Man's villains that are great, but outside of Spider-Man's villains, you'd be hard-pressed to uh, identify how people know, you know, the greatest villains out of coming out of Marvel. Well, right. I think that, well, I That's think... the movies. I, I mean, I think... Well, just in think, general, I thought. I think you could argue with batman's rose gallery too those are the only ones i think that are that are more recognizable than say spider-man's yeah i think those that's why you know that's why they're talking you know when they, when they announced oh they're talking about giving um penguin his own hbo max show i was like well of course why wouldn't you do that that makes yeah. sense you know yeah. everyone knows everybody knows penguin right yeah yeah but i'll say so. i mean they could they could give lex luthor a spotlight if they wanted to and they'll still be compelling Mm-hmm. Hell, I, I dare you to not know who Zod is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm trying to think the list down. But there was that Trench movie <laughs> that was supposed <laughs> to be the Aquaman spinoff. Sure there yes. was. In development. Yes. Right now. Sure. I don't but, believe, I don't believe that like, at all. Right. And nobody cared about it for well, two who years. Knows the, who knows the Trench? Well, I know, <laughs> yeah. but then it's like, but then two years after it was like in some degree of development, in the very same statement where they said it was canceled, where they canceled mm-hmm. the project, they also simultaneously told us for the first time it was really going to be a Black Manta movie. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. But to and me, that's I was a like, better well, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm interested in that. <laughs> well, yeah. sure. But that, that's, 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 I think that was a, you know, Mr. a last minute thought of like, well, why aren't we making a Black Manta movie instead of like <laughs> the trench that was in two minutes of Aquaman? Right. Right. I mean, it was a cool two minutes. I liked it. It was a but, cool two minutes. But it's not, you know, I don't think there's enough there there to make a movie out of it. I agree. But I would listen, I'd happily fork over money for a Black Manta movie. Right. Like if, if right after Aquaman, they said, we're making a Black Manta movie, everyone would have been like, yes, like I want a Black Manta movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's, no, he's, they, they, they hit it as a trench. He's, he's a great character and he's awesome in that movie. I would have, yeah. I would have been yeah. happy to have Black Manta on the slate of movies. That would have been great, but. No. Yeah. Instead, they thought we wanted a trench movie. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> like they thought that's what was going to sell us. That's like that's like saying like the metaphor I thought about uh, the extremely geeky metaphor is like we're making a parademon movie. And everybody's like, sure. so who cares? And then it's like, well, wait a minute. No, no, no. It's really a Secret Six movie. And then you're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> right. It's a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah. Right? You guys are gonna love this Tribbles movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. So, we're, so you know, what do we settle on? Five? We're gonna do five movies as sort of like Phase One DC. Sure. Right. Yeah. All right. So, where do we like? What are some ideas? Where do we think? So, you guys don't <laughs> say Superman. Interesting. No. Okay. No. As any of the five. Nope. <laughs> I don't know about or that. Just the first of the five. I'm saying out the gate. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Emphatic no. Okay. Exclamation point no. Emphatic no to number one. Yes. No Superman. Okay. Okay. 
No. Yeah, there's a couple of ways to approach this whole thing. The reason I like Superman for it is it gives permission. I I do think he's kind of a linchpin of DC, right? Yeah. I do think yeah. that like that stuff. I think he right, I think like, he looms I think he looms large enough in the universe that you don't need to put his story out there. I really don't. Not okay. not right away. I think you shouldn't do it until people clamor for it. I don't think you should even talk about a Superman movie till people say, "Where's Superman?" Right. Then you give him a Superman movie. I, what I what I think is is it should be done in the it should be done the way that Marvel does their stuff past like the point of like Avengers. I mean, even then, like it should be they give a character a movie, and it's done in the sense that. You know, even if they keep Henry Cavill or they recast him, right? Say they keep Cavill. To have Superman show up with another character, a la Tony Stark or Doctor Strange with Spider-Man or with Nick Fury with Spider-Man or, you know, or, you know, in whatever movie they they have a character team up, like with the with the, the new Thor movie where it's Thor and the Guardians. That's how the model should be. You don't mm-hmm. need to, I don't need to see Krypton explode. I don't need to see someone pontificate on Krypton. I've seen it. We've all seen it. You can have Superman yeah. just show up and be like, it's Superman. <laughs> it's treated right. it like DC Comics presents and he shows up or Brave and the Bold and then team up with Batman for a little bit or part of it. But it doesn't need like I, I agree with with Tommy that eventually people are going to be like, well, why does Superman not have a solo movie? Yes, and, I, and then I'd, you, I'd hold it. I'd withhold it on purpose yeah. just to just to just to have the crowd want to have it back. Because right now, mm-hmm. I, I get what you guys are saying, especially uh, Zach, as far as uh, uh, wanting to make him the focal point and bring everybody in. But Superman isn't Superman anymore. And what I mean by that is it's not the best-selling book. He's not the uh, the uh, the most the most applauded popular. character right now. Yeah, popular character right now. So gauge him from that response what people are looking for. You don't bring him up. And it's and and I mean not to shelf him, but you just don't make a focal movie on something that nobody is clamoring to see. That that that's and that's right. the way I see it as. I want to bring him to that light of being the best. Even in the movie, I'd be like, if the character firms like that guy, he's way too busy to deal with this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you know, mm-hmm. and then just just make it as such. Just have the chatter be him be pre- omnipresent, but right. not be present. Because I think I think getting back to Shazam, Captain Marvel, that it does it incredibly well there. The idea of like, no, he knows Superman. You know, Superman's going to show up right. for lunch. I think that whole thing is great because you don't need shorthand for Superman. He, you, everyone knows who Superman is, right? Again, right. I get back to the the, the 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 example of my mom knows Superman. My mom knows enough about Superman that we would, if, if someone said Superman's going to show up. The, av- the average person who doesn't read comics, who isn't into this stuff like we are, would know, oh, cool, that's, it's a big deal that Superman might show up, right? Right. I do like what you're saying, like what Tommy's saying, like, like make, make people want it. And I think it fits beautifully with like Clifton's op- observation about Marvel, where it's like Captain America, yeah, upon thinking about it, is like he would have been knee-jerk, like he's got to be the first movie, even like chronologically speaking mm-hmm. in the timeline, like he sure. would be the first movie, and yet right. they keep him for number five, and it works. Like, right. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I think it's a good point. And I think the other thing is like sui- the Suicide Squad does the same thing. How, how do we make, um, uh, I almost said Bloodshot. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. How do we make his rep immediately? Immediately, how is his rep made in that movie? Mm-hmm. He, he shot a kryptonite. 
He shot a kryptonite bullet at Superman. That's yeah. all you need. I don't need to see him mm. do it. I don't need to see it explained. I mean, it would have been cool to see it, but no, I, I know full well that's what happened. He shot a kryptonite bullet at Superman, and therefore, this is a badass character, right? Right. Immediately. Like, that's how I think Superman should work in most of those movies until they're like, people are like, why in the world have we not gotten to see what Superman's been up to in all this other stuff? And you could have him cameo, you could have him drop into other things. That's how the books treat him. Like a lot of the books, unless you have a flat out team up with him, Superman shows up and like, you know, gives that, that nod of approval of like, hey, I've been, you know, I've heard about you, you're doing a great job or, you know, whatever. But I, you know, I, I wouldn't start with Superman. Okay. So where would you guys start? What do you think? I have an idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I personally, and this is just me, I would start with the JSA in World War II. Boo. Mm-hmm. Let me boo. You'd see it. <laughs> You'd go see it. Don't even pretend. War, war epic. I, I was, yeah. It was we've, a never war had, movie. we've never gotten it. It's never been shown. Animated. Mm. Eh. Did but you watch have, it? I did. We had to have a barrier. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying say, them yeah. on them on, on their own. Okay. No, was, the only oh, through line you, would, the only through line that you could have with it is you'd have you could have Wonder Woman in because oh, they've, they've already established the fact that she's immortal or whatever. My whole argument was preface if you didn't watch the movie. So there's that. No, I watched it. Okay. And you had to have barriers that again we haven't got them on their own doing their own thing. But you would I'd almost one- ma- I'd almost make it Tommy. I'd almost make it Golden Age. Okay, if you do the that, comic series Golden Age, yes, thank you, but yes, James Robinson. Yes. Yeah, but the problem yeah. with that is your next movie would jump fifty years or something. They're your base. They're the baseline. They're they're your bedrock. They're what that what you know. They're fighting the greatest evil on the planet. But what will your sequel be or your follow up movie be? Well, well, does anyone have any else other ideas before we just you know immediately? I mean, I'm fine with you, you taking my no, idea. No, That's no, cool. No, no, just, no, no. I just I just want to know what to me. I, I'm not yeah, against the movie, but it feels if <laughs> it, it feels like a standalone more than an actual introduction to because right. I'm getting Wonder Woman vibes. Do you want me to lay out my slate? You, do you want me to lay out my slate? Is that, what you, is that what I need to do? No, no, no. If if okay. if it's if it's still a larger it. thing, no, no, no. I Go can't wait for it. <laughs> my my next movie is is The Flash with Barry Allen, and it starts off with Barry Allen reading what a Justice Society comic book. Okay. And then it goes into Barry his, Allen you know, in present day the movie, but Barry Allen is a kid reading a com, uh, yes, JSA comic. It's, it's well well established that he's a fan of of the JSA okay. and Jay Garrick in particular. Why Barry? To kill him? <laughs> yeah, but I, see, I'm totally. But no, but the reason. Okay, the reason why I, I'm weird about the choice with Barry is because we've never seen him on that level of hero worship. To me, I would I would understand if you wanted to do Billy Batson as idol worship and that's what his idolation starts but as as an adult i don't see too many adults i don't know it's just i don't know i i see what you're doing but i just don't agree with the with your linchpin into it so the linchpin is either gonna be the jsa or barry let me ask you that question mm-hmm. i'm asking you yeah so because it's both we was, of them because because we've established in the it, we've established in the in the past that barry uh-huh. allen is of all of them Mm-hmm. Is is much more man on the street, right? Okay. He's not he's not a creature of myth. He's not a super powered alien from another planet, and he's not a messed up billionaire that goes out at night and beats up other mental patients, right? He's okay. a guy with a job who gets struck by lightning and chemicals. Okay. 
of all of them, he's the most down to earth. The pick. Okay. All right. Right. Okay. If, if so that's JSA how picked them in yeah. World War Two. Okay. Yes. So yeah. JSA in World War Two. <laughs> yeah. Barry Allen, present day. Yes. Flash. Yes. What's three? Mm, I would go with. Again, I was thinking about this. I would go with Green Lantern, mm-hmm. but not Hal. I'd go with John Stewart. Okay, I had the same thought. I'd establish <laughs> that Hal Hal existed, exists, um, mm-hmm. but John Stewart is the current Green Lantern of Earth. Okay, okay. I had a similar thought. I had a similar thought. It'd be all. About, it'd be much more like the much more like the animated where it's jo- it's John Stewart. Uh, you know, the architect slash um, ex marine. John Stewart that we got in, in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. you know about how he gets how he comes to get a ring, all that stuff, right? Yes, okay. and that would open up the space part of DC. Okay, right. Okay, so I was going to sum it up in that. Okay, World War II prequel, pass setting up the universe. Right. You get Speed Force in the second movie, open it up to that potentially time travel. Yada, well, yada, yada. Second movie is second. Are you talking about the second Flash movie? Well, I'm just saying, like, like what you get, like what what Flash <laughs> buys you right. into the universe, right? Right, and right. then Green Lantern then buys you uh, Interstellar. Yes, the Interstellar theater of the DC universe, right? Other yes. planets, yes, and and all of that that, that comes mm. with. It. Okay, yes, and then you're going, and then I'm going to number four. Yeah, I think so. Then I'm doing. What am I doing for my fourth? I was kind of had a couple different ideas for my fourth. I'll just say it. I'm doing Legion of Superheroes. I knew it. I knew it. That's just long. For four. <laughs> for four. I knew it. I knew okay. you were reaching for that one. Yep. Yes. Doing Legion of Superheroes. Okay. How big is your Legion story? Not very. It's gotta be it's it's gonna it's gonna be probably the principal three, if not some of the others. And then tease the idea there's more out there. Okay, but in their time or like that, or they're yeah, in our or, time. Yeah, uh, which time? Both. Okay, but where would the story be grounded in? Our time or their time? Um, I say their time, but that's just me. yeah. I can say that. Sure, their time. Yeah, no, I go. We'll go their time, and then I know how it ends. Their time. Okay. Okay, and then it caps with the last one. Yeah, Anthro. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? It's taking no. everybody out of it. What? No, not Anthro. I would not do Anthro. Um, again, depending. Let's see. Um, so we decided, what do we, what we said, we're just keeping Shazam and, and James Gunn stuff and that's it? Uh, if we're going to keep I mean, anything, those are the things that they got right, in my opinion. Like, there's no okay. need to mm-hmm. uh, reboot that stuff because it's, and it's all, in all its form, it's a strong depiction of the DC universe. I think not too many people can argue with. Okay. I, for my fifth one, and I think this is a weird one, and I'm going I'm to get pushback, but I would do the Secret Society of Supervillains. Okay. I know we already have the Suicide Squad. This is not that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, this is not that at all. This is, you know, or Villains United, one or the other, mm-hmm. which is basically the idea of like, you know, we get, we've seen what it's like to see villains that are restrained by Amanda Waller. We have not seen yet what, a villain, what, what villains do you know, and I wouldn't make it play for comedy. I would just play the idea of like, no, villains, villains decide they need to team up. Villains decide they need to, to put a plan together. This is what that is. Okay. Because hmm. again, we've never got it. Right. 
Interesting. Okay. And again, I think out of, of, of all those movies I listed, you can get some kind of cameo from some other character that's established, of the big three especially. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to push back too hard because like, I love these characters and this is cool. Right. But to me, it's like, it, it, it is like, like Tommy was saying that like, you, you got to like make your case with Superman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's like the biggest super, like that's yeah. like the biggest character in the world. And I feel like it's like, with the exception of Flash and Green Lantern, and I can also like kind of make the argument with that. It feels like you're making five Guardians of the Galaxy movies in the first five, right? Like five, like, like, uh, we don't know if people know about this or, yeah. right? Or like what to do with it. What do people know with uh, Doctor Strange? What do people know about the Guardians of the Galaxy? What do people know about Iron Man when those movies were made? They didn't know anything. I agree. Yeah, right. but they. Yeah. But to me, Iron Man was great because he has a great origin story that no one knew about. Okay. Same with Doctor Strange. Uh, to me, it's hard to introduce people to Doctor Strange without telling his origin story, because without that, you don't get a strong understanding of the character. Similar to Spider Man, but Spider Man's a household name. So, like Superman, you know, nobody has to see a baby in a rocket mm-hmm. to to know what's going to happen next. But mm-hmm. interesting, uh, it's interesting that you think. That's your trajectory for the blockbuster summer. Mm. The Legion, though, woo, that's a that's gonna be a hard one. Is it though? Yeah, to me, Guardians <laughs> works only because of the music. People love the damn music. Eh, it's more than that. It is, but that's it's way me, more than th- that. I, I would I would argue that one. It's it's way more than just the music. No, okay, yes, it's it's uh, okay. It's. I can't bring myself to say, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but I I would see it a different way if, if, if we're going to relaunch the DC universe okay. uh, and I would, mm-hmm. and I would do it similar to what they already wanted to do. Right. But I would just do it in the, in the, in a more, um, I, I, to me, I would back a strong story more than, um, mm-hmm. the depiction of certain characters. Would you like to hear my take on it? Sure. Okay. I would start them off with my beloved story, Cosmic Odyssey. Boo. But I would make it <laughs> contemporary. And I would not show Superman. He'd be in it, but you'd never see it. Mm. Okay. You can ask me any question concerning the story. Because what it does is half the characters in the story are known, half are unknown. And based upon the fallout is how I depict each character. I do a um based upon the fallout, I would do a a John Stewart Green Lantern follow up. Or I would do a um New Gods follow up mm-hmm. as a result of it. How it would end would be half to me, I I see that story as Star Wars and Empire smashed together. Right. Because they win but bittersweet ending. Mm-hmm. No? Nothing? No, no questions. Okay, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm chuckling because I think, I'm because, so far, Tommy, you and I are kind of, I think, approaching it similarly. Yes. Uh, okay. So where do you go from there? So you start with with Cosmic Odyssey. Yes, as the grand scope of uh of mixed known and unknown DC characters. Now, mind you, some of the mm-hmm. characters I would swap out, but not sure. Yeah, but only do it for um a cause and effect type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I would include Robin in with Batman's story, 
mm-hmm. only because mm-hmm. there's a scene that doesn't work well, and I would argue with it because why would Batman need and use a gun? Right, right. But if I throw Jason Todd into it, he's the one that picks up the gun and does the deed, right? Which mm-hmm. almost works okay. surprisingly better, right? Um, the grandness of the scope brings us into different parts of the galaxy. It makes it it makes it robust. I would even throw in cameos from other characters that are in the galaxy. Like there might be a Lobo ca- uh, 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 cameo. Mm-hmm. Just to <laughs> just you know yeah exactly just to get that pop or yeah there's other people there. Um, I might throw in the Omega Men for John Stewart and John Jones's thing. Just as a pop. Does that make sense? Right. But yeah. not mm-hmm. enough, but not enough to let you know that's what it leads with the story, but just to show you what's out there. Right. You're that's, dropping breadcrumbs, but you're using your sort of like mashup cast of Cosmic Odyssey as your first threat to sort of like dovetail into other movies. Exactly. Yes. Here's the here's John Stewart getting his own movie. And here's yes. you know, you said new gods, right? I'm trying to yes. think who else is in that. Like you have Light Ray, you have Orion, right? Um, it, it ultimately I would kill Forger, just because, just because. But there has to be stakes. Um, then there's the whole thing with um dealing with the um the magic part of the DC universe, which is not untouched. Hence, when um yeah. Doctor Fate's appearance comes up, it makes that much more. Oh, this is happening, you know that type of thing. Man. Then also, then also you have etrigan without really diving into etrigan chris yeah you get that part of it so funny yeah that could be an offshoot movie just to let you know where etrigan comes from because i won't give you Mm. everything with etrigan only you know you you get introduced to the decrepit uh jason blood and then you know all that's in there if done correctly without having to um give you full realization all i'm doing is wet an appetite wet an appetite wet an appetite right but that's a lot to try to introduce in two hours right uh yeah yeah i mean that's yeah. a lot that's a lot to get done you gotta cover a lot of ground I, i'm hitting it i'm just straight action pack baby okay <laughs> never stops okay. i'm just saying it's it's a lot it's a it, it's a big piece to start with oh i agree it's a huge piece to start with but if people can sit in the theaters for three hours to see batman I think I have a long stretching thing. Clifton, I was going to go to you, but do you care if I jump in really quick? Just because I think me, me and Tommy's take is a little similar. Okay. So I wanted to do something interesting and come up with characters that were kind of like off the beaten path and weren't. But I was like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, it's hard to do this and not have like your first couple not be like the big characters that people are like expecting. But mm-hmm. it's extremely hard. I thought of it as I bookend my my first phase with like i start with justice league part one Mm. and Mm -hmm. then i end with justice league part two and in the middle i get the you do the solo movies kind of what they were doing already but the difference for me is that i think you do in the first movie the justice league threat right and have it be have each of the characters coming to that meeting point with a thread of the case right in their own uh in their own like uh uh dealings right yes so they all meet up they're all kind of like working on the big the big threat right then you get like movie two movie three movie four like the flash solo movie green lantern solo movie right whoever 
And then that's like sort of like those are prequels where we're seeing how they got to that moment at the start of Justice League. Right. And then the final part is then like how the Justice League thing resolves itself. But I thought of a pretty like simple, like bad guy or like I thought of like like. I thought of like who is somebody like one person that I think could take on the whole Justice League that could lend easy dynamics for for like fun uh, character interplay. So I landed on like a Mazo or like Parasite. Mm-hmm. I think Parasite's like super underrated. It could be a Justice League bad guy. And so if you're assuming that moment is like that team up is like the first time those characters are meeting, I think that the threats that those particular characters bring about were like they are they they are basically just the Justice League's powers turned against them. I think mm-hmm. is kind of fun interplay where it's like suddenly the the heroes are put in a situation where like I'm fighting like Superman's powers and I can't like wow, I can't beat him. Like I'm mm-hmm. not at a point where I would be able to beat Superman if it came down to that, right? And so I think that there's sort of like it's humbling to the characters, but it's also um there's like a, a um there's a trustworthiness to it. There's sort of like 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 a trusting in each other that like I have to I have to be vulnerable to like disclose like this is my weakness, so this is how maybe we beat that thing with the same weakness, right? Mm-hmm. And I just thought like that could be kind of fun interplay of like how to like kind of get the heroes to know each other and fight each other without ha- actually having to have them fight each other. Right. right. Which we've all seen a million times. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So, but what did you have Clifton? I didn't have a whole slate. I'm just here to brainstorm <laughs> with everyone. <Okay. laughs> so I actually didn't think out a whole slate. Um, it's not all Batman. No, it's not all Batman. <laughs> I mean, I like I'm going at it from where I would have. I would have at least some of the known ones, and it would just come down to which ones and and how. And I think it would be interesting to end up with a Superman going into a Justice League, where the threat is bigger than Superman and requires going into a Justice League. I think mm-hmm. that is. I think that would be an interesting angle to go for it to be like, yeah, there's he can't. Cause you, you know, he's the, he is the most known. He is the easiest one where everyone thinks like he can, he can handle anything himself for him to not be able to. And then that to necessitate the team up, I think would kind of boost all of them up to a higher level. I think if you did it that way, that's some of my only thinking on it though. So that's at the end of a phase one type of thing. Okay. So you're saying, okay. So you're saying like justice league number five. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Superman number four. Correct. Right. And then fill in whatever you want one, two, and three to be. Whatever like right. like um um off beaten path characters, possibly or lesser known, like still mm. big DC characters, but lesser known. Right. Um okay. I like the World War II stuff, Frank. I liked it a lot. It was just one of those things where like in my in my head, I was like, you know, it'd be cool if like mm. you got people going with the first phase and got people into DC mm-hmm. and then they started using HBO max kind of like Marvel does. I'm like, all right, now we're doing like, you know, like, like almost like, um, like a history of the DC universe, like show kind of like, right. Like, you know, to, to borrow the title of the, of the John Ridley book, uh, that he's been working on. Um, and you sort of like, you could do like a world war two episode and you can kind of get like some of those characters in that way where like you can get Sergeant rock, and the Blackhawks and stuff like that, and 
you know, and like and possibly either do like a whole like World War Two show or do like, you know, an anthology thing where like you can do like a Jonah Hex episode or you can do, you know, mm-hmm. whichever. Right. No, I, I would imagine they would do that for sure to mm-hmm. fill up, fill out other stuff. I mean, it's like at one point it wasn't our man on their slate or mentioned. And then they didn't didn't come That's through a with movie. it. Yeah, there's yes. Yeah. There's yeah. one time they tried to make us think they were making an hour man movie. With the trench. <laughs> with, with the trench. Ooh. I mean, my, my thought was with a lot of this stuff, you know, you 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 know, the a lot of times comic books are given as giveaways on opening night or throughout stuff. And I I, I was thinking that you could always give a first issue that helps roll them into whatever the movie is. Like whether it's an origin of some of the characters or whether it's some backstory or just like what they do in the secret files where they just give you like one page and image. And then this is Rex Tyler's bit. And this is Ted Grant's bit, Wildcat and Our Man. And then this is Jay Garrick's bit. And then once you've seen the movie, be like, oh yeah. And number two or issue number two comes out in two weeks at your local comic book shop or online digitally. Right. Right. So that basically, if you wanted to keep, you know, if if you don't have an HBO Max show ready to go, or you're not really willing to put all that time and money into that, you could do that way as well, which would help local comic shops, you know, get people back to the idea of like, well, this is where all this stuff comes from is, you know, you can read more about it in your local comic shop kind of a thing. All right. But it sounds like we all had like a Flash movie (laughs) thinking about. Mm hmm. Right. Yes. I think, right? Is he in Cosmic Odyssey? Flash is not in Cosmic Odyssey, is he? He is not in Cosmic Odyssey. <laughs> He's not in Cosmic Odyssey. Okay. No, he is not. Hmm. Sounds like Tommy does not want a Flash movie. No. no. Right. No, I do not. <laughs> well, not a Barry one, apparently. <laughs> oh, the only person I would want, they killed, so there's that. My Flash doesn't exist. <laughs> but, I, but I like Frank's idea in the sense that I'd have to have an anchor point throughout those years. Um, I think the audience would be confused to show that this is the DC universe in pockets. Uh, you can make it a Barry movie or even a Wally movie by him not able to control his time um, abilities, like similar to what the animated feature shows. And he's in different points in the DC universe to show how great it is. And it all culminates in him coming back to now. And we see the slate of heroes that we known him to be around. Right. Like I would time jump him to the Legion. I would time jump him to Jonah Hex. I would time jump him to um, the Justice Society just to show you how vast or how great the universe is ever expanding or ever uh, 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 majestic, so to speak. Well, I mean, the way I worked it out was that, that by virtue of the fact that Barry's a J fan, that's how it's tied together. And then Green Lantern ties to um space but superman looms large over the legion that's why you know in my legion there would be superman if not superboy so okay i wouldn't necessarily have barry be the through line he's just a line from one thing to another Mm, okay and like i said in the villains just the fact that you know villains throughout you know have a society they have a way of things that are done you know there's a hierarchy between you know them and other villains that kind of thing the thing that kind of um puzzles me a little bit about Warner Brothers and DC is the fact that that um and and this is one where I think Marvel cannot say the same thing that that, that they have um in their arsenal it's that I like DC you can have a a shared Superman universe 
full of mm. movies. And the same goes with Batman. Like, there's enough ancillary characters associated with, with you know, Batman and Superman that I think are strong enough and fleshed out enough that they could carry their own movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of a thing that, that I'm, I'm, quite frankly, I'm shocked at this point that nobody's talked about how, like, you know, we're going to try and tie the Batgirl movie that's being made currently into the patents and Batman that just came out. Right. And it's like, as far as I can tell, there's no, there's, there's, there's no talk at all to do that because it's like, they have different commissioner Gordons. It's like for the Batgirl movie, they went with, they went with JK Simmons who played him in the Snyder stuff. (laughs) Right. I thought there was talk of, there was a Batman in the Batgirl movie. No. There might right, but I'm saying, but it's not, it's not the. I mean, it's we don't know yet, but I mean, yeah, I would be surprised. Well, no, no, I, know it, that. Like, I don't think Pattinson's showing up in it. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's right. why, I'm like, if you haven't heard who that Batman is, that's why I was like, well, no, there's supposed to be a Batman in it, just right. not right. They're approaching the Pattinson Batman like the Joker, at least for now, of like standalone yeah. thing, and then it becomes popular, and then they'll be like, oh, what can we do with this? Right, that could be happening, but we're not there yet. Right. I mean, they did have the, they these. DC as a as a as an entity basically at one point where like they just threw up their hands are like you know what it all counts it's all continuity it's all not continuity you figure it out right. which is how they've been playing it so I don't I don't think we should be looking for Patton to show up in, in a satellite or the Watchtower you know anytime soon as part of a bigger thing mm. you know I don't think that's going to be the case I could be wrong but I don't see that happening I just see it as you know you know all of these projects are going to be loose until they have a moment where they you know they stand firm and they're like all right well this is what we're doing or they don't yeah so we're running low on time so we got to start penciling stuff in with a home Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what are we liking i like i like clifton's idea of, of like it seems it seems just natural to end on justice league and i think that it's neat that you would possibly end a superman movie if you did it as the fourth one as as sort of like wow the threat is big enough that superman like maybe like doesn't really like solve the problem at mm. the end of his own movie and it necessitates help you know i'm good with that yeah i think that works i think that that's cool and i think that that, accompli- that accomplishes like like frank what like you and tommy were saying were like tommy you were saying like make them want superman so at that point you've gotten like three movies like where is this guy like where is the right. big one um you know, and at that point, hopefully we've gotten enough cool in three movies that people are like are into it. Like, yeah, I want to see what happens when this guy shows up. Mm-hmm. But is that that's, that's I mean, is, is that our, our movie plan? I mean, did you want to um have a great villain or. Or is it something of a of a uh, the reason I'm saying is if. If the first what would the first movie be? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If it ends with Justice League, well, I would like to point out none of us brought up Batman. Nope, no, and I'm for, and I like that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like, like all of I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems like everybody's sort of like okay with like, like we're not we're not going to get a Batman thing to play around with this for the first it, slate because it's not really necessary. I think he looms just as large as Superman. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. Let's say we're given the right to create this slate of movies, right? 
no matter what mm-hmm. we say, they won't agree to a Batman movie. They'll, they'll, we could do all these movies and they'll still do a Batman movie on the side. I, I think we can never mm-hmm. touch a Batman movie and a Batman will get made adjacent to whatever project that we go towards. At least in yeah, my opinion. Right. That's why I don't yep. even worry about mentioning Batman. <laughs> I was, when I was trying to sort of like piece together, like I was approaching it as sort of like, what, what does the, what does this character buy me as far as a window to what in the DC universe? And it was like Superman gives you, that's kind of why I liked, I, I like Kevin Smith's thing. Superman gives you permission to do big, fantastical, sci-fi, aliens, right? Well, like, I've seen Batman fight aliens. Yeah. I've sure. seen Batman given, do fantastical. Right. Yeah. Give I mean, it to yeah, me. I mean, give it, seen, give it. You see Peacemaker do aliens. But what I'm saying is. Yes. It don't, you don't need Superman for that. And that's, no, and that's, I think, right. the, no, you the, don't. the crutch to think that yeah, you don't that's that you need superman for any of that yeah mm-hmm. so like what's missing so like what's what's in the dc universe that that like people need to see that they haven't seen yet right i don't think they've seen the space theater very well no no cuz cuz i think i think the first green lantern movie i think um you know did it uh, it's, it's, it's a lot to do in one movie and it's a big universe and, and, you know, especially when so much of it's going to be earthbound, like it was, it's hard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to showcase that side of things when you're only in that side, you're only in that location for such a short amount of time. Right. Right. Well, I, well to me, what the DC movies are missing to me is, I hate to say it, but emotion, mm-hmm. they don't have that emotional sadness, like Logan. They don't have that uh, the emotional resonance from with No Way Home. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. to feel for the characters going through their trouble. You don't really feel for that in DC movies, if I'm mistaken. Yeah. It's just that emotional resonance with the character that that is missing. Like, you don't feel that you're rooting for them. You just wait to see how the story plays out in the DC movie. Mm-hmm. That's at least that's what I get from it. Like Marvel seems to know how to bring you in to the sadness of the hero, mm-hmm. right? Or at least their frustration, if nothing else. Like with hell, even Ragnarok, you felt something for Thor. Yeah, yeah, but eh. I mean, introduced to Peter Quill, you felt sorry for him from the get go. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that was taken away later, but <laughs> but but initially, you were tied to the character. I had a moment too where I was thinking though, like um, magic. Like we haven't seen the magic side of DC that much, and I'm like, do we like, do we want to do Zatanna <laughs> somewhere early, right? Yeah. Or Constantine. Do we want to do Constantine talking to the DC universe early? That'd be interesting, right? You mean as an initial point, here's the introduction to it, or it's just mm-hmm. he, we're brought into his world, so to speak. I'm just I'm just throwing characters out okay. for this. I think um I think too I think there's also there's like a kind of a um a, a, I don't think he's popular so much in mainstream yet, but I don't think people have given a, have been given a chance to fall in love with him yet to really meet him. But I think the people would like Booster Gold <laughs> if they got a chance to see like a character in DC that was this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That was kind of um, 
you know, lack of a better term, uh, kind of an F up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I think it's one of those where you'd have to pair him with somebody, probably Superman. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. I'll say what's the name? Le- uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Have have noticed your uh, need for that because they definitely have incorporated mm-hmm. the character into uh, their current storyline. And like what you said, Frank, he's not alone. <laughs> definitely not alone when he's introduced. No, not at all. But I think you know at one point his you know his home base is Metropolis, so I think it could be you know interesting to see to see that of yeah it's Booster Gold, but then again there's also Superman, and then you know that dynamic, and then Booster Gold too. Is him a little more solo. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like he, he, he's so easily could be a magnetic screen presence, not unlike Stark. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, and I think he could be like a fun take on, on, on a superhero that maybe that we don't know we wanted, right? Because DC tends to be thought of so much as Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. Right. And it's sort of like, well, maybe maybe like this is the approach, right? Because it does seem to be that like at least for us, the ones that sort of have traction are are like the the unexpected, like Peacemaker and Bloodsport. <laughs> you know, like Well, that's the thing that's but that's part of DC's problem is the idea that they own they're they're so narrowly focused on certain characters that they don't take any chances. I mean it's, they're getting better at it. But, you know, a lot of what, what has come before has been, you know, pretty safe choices. Right. You know, they don't have a Guardians type hit. Well, I mean, you could argue Suicide Squad, but that at least had another movie before that. Right. But they didn't really have, you know, there isn't a Guardians type, like, what? A talking raccoon, um, you know, right. type movie so far for DC. I mean, you could argue, I'd say the closest thing they have is Peacemaker. But again, that's because of James Gunn spinning him out of the Suicide Squad. Right. But otherwise, for their movies, you know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, those are all safe choices. Justice League, that's a pretty safe choice. You're, you're teaming up all your, your mm. t- you know, A-tier heroes together. Um, yeah. You know, there really hasn't been anything that they've been willing to commit the time and the money to. I mean, Black Adam would be interesting, but again, you know, that's that to me is, you know, that's a, it's Black Adam, but with the, with the JSA adjacent, you know, JSA kicker. Yeah. So... You know. Yeah, but I mean, it could be kind of like a test in the waters for those characters too. You know, like like is there an appetite for a Hawkman? Sure. You know, movie or or Doctor Fate. Right. I'm just saying you know. that Marvel Marvel at least so far has been much more willing to be like people want to see a Doctor Strange movie, and I would have you know at one point in my life I'm like, are you sure they do? You know, yeah. are you are you really sure they do? Um, yeah. You know, that's not something that that or you know again Ant Man. If you told me Ant-Man was going to be successful and have, you know, a sequel, much less a third one coming, yeah. I would have I would have at one point been like, I don't think that's, you know, I guess, you know, I'll see it, but I don't know if anyone else is going to see it. Yeah. It's true. Which is funny cuz that one was announced the same time as Iron Man was picked up. That's how long, that's how far back the Ant-Man announcement went. Yeah. It was one right. of the first projects announced at Marvel. Edgar Wright at the time, so Right. But then, like I said, DC doesn't really, you know, DC's unwilling to, so far, other than, like I said, the Suicide Squad, which again, yeah, at least you had the driver of Margot Robbie being Harlequin again. Yeah. And then Peacemaker's the closest thing for HBO Max, but that's not, 
I don't know what it costs, but I don't think it costs anywhere near that what it costs to make a movie. Right. You know, until until they're until they're like they're you know they've got something on their slate along those lines of you know a, a you know what's a deedless character, um, right? You know, at DC, then I'll, I'll go okay. Well, then you know you're 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 willing to tap into what is the DC universe. Your universe is more than the big three, right? Mm. In the Justice League, in the Suicide Squad, you have a much bigger and vast universe that you could do stuff with and capitalize on, and they just don't, right? Let me take a minute really quick and remind the listeners that if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is.com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And finally, if you want to suggest a topic, send it our way in the comments or on Twitter. Our Twitter handles are show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. All right. I think that DC just in general like needs more fun, and I think that they've been kind of trending that way, but... You mentioned you mentioned Ant-Man, and I think one of the fun things about Marvel is is kind of the genre mashups. Mm-hmm. Right? And and um one thing that gets me, um I love Ant-Man and Wasp a lot. I re- I really, really do. But this is the one that sort of like as far as the the genre mashup that doesn't really feel like the genre it's emulating because I remember that it was sort of like said and pressed that this, that this one was kind of like the romantic comedy one. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? And I was like, and I was like really excited about that. Cause I like romantic comedies a lot, but I was like, I think the issue is, is that like, is like you had two characters that know each other already. And so you don't have like the mute, the meet cute scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Of like these right. two characters meeting who like, don't like each other. And then over time, like start to like each other. Right. And so, my thing was like, give me Green Arrow and Black Canary, sure, like together in a, in in a romantic comedy adventure movie, mm-hmm. right? We're like they're working the same case and they kind of hate each other, but then they grow to like each other, you know, and sort of like. And I thought like that's that's the window to like the street level stuff. Like, so if you're not going to do Batman, you can do street level aspect of DC through them, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And I want Charlie Hunnam and Catherine Winnick to play. Uh, Ollie and Dinah, <laughs> respectively. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but no, I agree. You know, there's, there's, that's just me. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, that's that's fine. I'm fine with that. I, again, I just think that it's one of those things where DC has to basically why why DC isn't you know there isn't someone in somewhere and maybe they are I don't know and they just can't they're not getting heard. But you know the idea that someone isn't flipping through you know I don't know a who's who or a or a, a official handbook of the DC universe or whatever it's called these days. And being like, well, what about this character? What about that character? Why can't we do something with this one? That mm. should be their their standard mo right now. Like that should be what they were. You know, don't you know? I, it, again, most you know Batman stuff. You're, you're gonna. It's a license to print. It's a license to print money. You should be fine with that. But everything else, you know, again, it's a universe. They call it the DC universe for a reason because there's so many things that you could do, and they're just not doing it. Right. Well, I am excited for Black Adam, and it is cool that, you know. Blue Beetle's on the docket, which is neat, too. Right. I think. That's a good choice. That's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. But we need three movies. We need we need we need the first three out of the gate. And so I guess, I guess maybe it's like, what's what are they fighting? Maybe that's sort of like a, a like a, a way to a way in. Like, who's the bad guy? Mm-hmm. I think Dark Side's too easy. Of course. And at this point, like. Even though it's the other way around, I think people would be like, "He's you're ripping off Thanos." <laughs> right, right. 
We haven't mentioned Wonder Woman a whole lot. I mean, there's just two movies. Well, Frank did as part of the Justice Society, his Justice Society movie idea. Yep. Hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. so you would have Wonder Woman in there as the anchor. Yeah, she could basically be, you know, I was part of the Justice Society, you know, you bring her to present day, you make her part of your Justice League. Um, mm. You know, I think that works, too. Okay. As well as Barry sort of, like I said, Barry sort of geeks out over, over superheroes in general, and then he becomes one, and then he wants to know, he's peppered with questions about the society and Jay Garrick, and before you know it, in a Justice League sequel, you have, you know, the meeting of the two. In a Flash sequel, mm-hmm. you could have uh, uh, Crisis of Two Worlds, you know, or you could have right. a, you know, a Flash of Two Worlds, that, you know, that kind of thing, so they meet. When you said he's reading the comic book, is it, is it like... Is it like because they were popular characters and they made comic books of it a la Captain America? Or is it like, yes, like, no, 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 that's Earth 2. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, like they were, they were like, they were popular characters. Mm. Like Coulson with his Captain America trading cards. Right. Right. They were, they they sold comics to help push war bonds or whatever, (laughs) you know, know. Mm -hmm. we're all part of the war effort to win this war. So kids buy your comics so that we can, you know, beat the Ratsies. I guess my, my thing is maybe not to start with it. Okay. I think maybe like what like like what if you started with Barry Allen as number one reading the JSA, you get them introducing that and then you hit JSA later. You could do that. I right? just wanted them first because we're not we, I just wanted there to be a firm like, no, this is what heroes do kind of thing with the with the JSA. This was your statement. Since you're not saying you're not giving Superman as an example because he already looms large enough in your universe. Mm-hmm. You got to start somewhere. So that was where I was starting. Right. I sort of like the idea too of, of not Wally. I said, Wally, God, <laughs> I love Wally. Uh, Barry reading up about heroes as a kid. Right. Like desperately wanting to be one. Mm-hmm. And then before he gets the chance to actually become one, this guy named Superman shows up. Sure. Kind of like steals, steals the thunder out of like from everybody. And then sort of like, well, what does, you know, what does, what's it like to be a hero in that guy's shadow? Mm-hmm. Like, right yeah. from the start. Yep. No, I think that works, too. Okay. So, are we saying, so are we saying Flash for movie one? I was, I was thinking that I would have Barry, a young Barry, um, inadvertently go to the past and be inspired by them. But us not knowing he was Barry until he became Barry at the very last scene of something, but have him being, it's it's a, it's sort of like an origin story, but not, if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. to have him influenced by the legends of the past in a way that he didn't think possible and seeing what it means to be a hero, despite all odds. And again, what your backdrop is with the greatest threat to um, the world as we saw it and seeing people who are even powerless rise to the uh to the cause and have that inspire him and then inadvertently fate would make him become one at the end of it so to speak but you wouldn't know it's bare you wouldn't know it's the flash till the very last scene so to speak but my through line would still be buried i do think flash makes a good like like every every man character i think he's a good everybody mm-hmm. right yep okay so we saying Flash for movie one? Yep. Okay. All right. So we just need two and three. 
<laughs> what other windows? What what windows do people need to see early? I mean, depending on the Justice League threat, I mean, it is one of those things where I feel like Green Lantern can wait for the next phase. Okay. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying do that, but I'm just like it would be, you know, um, you know, Justice League. I mean, there are there are Earthbound threats that can be threatening to the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, I feel like if you're doing Earthbound, potentially, I mean, I feel like Injustice Gang is kind of like, you know, like it's there. Right. Right. Like just like the, the, the evil Justice League. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, of sorts. Yeah, sure. And it's super a... frenzy. Right. It's it's familiar to people. Yep. And we definitely haven't gotten it. At least not in that form. It's true. We haven't gotten it really, have we? On either side, really. Except in Smallville, right? Like <laughs> except right. In that episode of Smallville at the end, right? Yeah. I mean, we haven't got it really in Marvel either. There really hasn't been a team of supervillains, has there? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, not really. Marvel hasn't done it yet. So, yeah, it would work. You can do your challenge of the super friends that way. Mm-hmm. Build up your threat. You get mad scientist Lex that way, which is cool. Because yeah. it's also, oh, yeah. we haven't really seen that much. No. All right, Clifton, Tommy, two other movies. <laughs> what do we start? We got Flash, we got Superman, we got Justice League. What else, what else should be in there? So we're doing a Superman movie then? I think so. Hmm. What do y'all say to a uh, Lobo movie? To me, I would use Lobo as the one person that doesn't want to be part of the Secret Society of Villains. Mm-hmm. I could see that. And it'll be a, it's, it's part of the joke. Like, they're serious and they get things done, but he's just the, the jerk. Right. The ultimate jerk. No, I could see that. Yeah. Okay. But it shows a side of DC that of how robust the villains are. Right. Like you would know certain villains <laughs> just without even announcing them. It's all this guy. That type of situation. No, I think that works well. I think Lobo's a fun character too. Like I was like, I, I feel like that movie it's so easily could be guardians of the galaxy and Deadpool. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like together, very much right. Could be. And, very much. Could be. Yeah. What do you think Clifton? Yeah, it could be a fun one. I'm sure they've been talking about it for years and years and into something that's never come to fruition. I'm sure there's some good ideas out there for it. All right. So let's put them in. What do we say? Yeah. Lobo for three? Sure. Okay. All right. Now it's getting easy. So we just need <laughs> one more. <laughs> Is this where we do sort of like your JSA? Yeah, I think so. That'll work too. Idea here. Flash, JSA, Lobo, Superman, just like build into present day threat. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Start on the ground, go to the past, go to space. <laughs> Introduce the big gun. He can't he can't close the deal. Right. Yeah, we all right. gotta team up. There you <laughs> go. Perfect. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> A very weird Justice League team mm, up, but uh, right. <laughs> I think but, um, and somehow Martian Manhunter has to show up somewhere. Of course, of course. All right, cool. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so there you have it, guys. That's our that's our list. Uh, as always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on LetMeKnowHowItIs.com. Just please remember to like us and follow us on social media, and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.